This week on Ask Dan Windows, we're going to talk about those new high-end Lumias from Microsoft, a bit about the Bantoon waterproofing, and does Windows Central have a universal app coming out? Stay tuned. Are there any changes to the water rating for Band 2? So the Band 1 and Band 2 are both water resistant. That's very different than waterproofing. So the question is, is Band 2 more of that? It's not waterproof, that's for sure. But yeah, it's actually a little bit more water resistant. Of course, that doesn't really mean stuff in reality. It just means you'll be a little bit safer when you wash dishes or you're in the rain. And in fact, there should be no worries about that, especially when it comes to sweating. But because Band 2 is made with better medical grade quality materials, it does have a little bit more water resistance. So the big question though for a lot of people is, is there gonna be a waterproof version? I don't have any firm information on that, but Microsoft, I'm confident, is actually working on this. However, they take waterproofing very seriously. They don't want to be able to say it's only waterproof to say 15 feet. They want waterproofing without any barriers. And so that's something that they're working on. I've heard it's very difficult, especially with all these components, but I would look for something like that, hopefully in 2016. For now, you'll just have a water resistant band too, but it should be very good quality. Do you think projects like universal apps will help get Windows Store better developed apps than iOS or Android? So we still have a little ways here to go with Windows 10 in terms of universal apps. They're starting to hit the market now. I've seen some that aren't released yet that are currently in development. And of course, there's the Xbox story coming in 2016. What I've seen so far is very impressive. I really like universal apps. They're fast, they're responsive. They're obviously dynamic and flexible. And the potential there is for better apps than iOS and Android. But you guys all know this story. It's a very long uphill battle. So we're gonna have to wait and see how this pans out. But it's a great story to tell and what I've seen so far highly impresses me. Do you think Continuum would work on Windows 10 mobile devices regardless of specs, possible through hacks? When it comes to hacks, we never have a firm answer because we just don't know what people are going to do with this stuff. But let's be clear here, Continuum on Windows 10 Mobile requires the ability to output to two displays, and that's a hardware issue. Now, I suppose there's some level that this can be hacked and you'd get maybe a display output to the computer, but not necessarily on your phone. But this won't be the same as what's available on the Lumia 950, 950XL, and the Jade Primo coming later in 2016. So although there may be some weird hacks out there, it'll never be the same just because it's a hardware issue. What's happening with the Windows Central Universal app? So we get this question asked a lot for obvious reasons. Being the largest Microsoft site, we should have our own universal app. All I can tell you right now is we have the project in the works. It's actually in development right now. And I expect to have a beta for public use available in the next few weeks. But I'll announce that on Windows Central when we're ready. But it's definitely coming and it should be very good. And I'm totally excited. Is the outlook hopeless for Microsoft phone fans on Verizon? So there's two ways to answer this. I would say if you're a Lumia fan, Yes, I think it is hopeless. I'm sorry to say. Uh, I mentioned this months ago that Verizon was not going to be a partner with Microsoft on these devices, and that still stands true. Uh, that could change later in 2016, or if these devices become very popular, or Microsoft releases a new flagship phone. However, I think for Lumia fans, yeah, you're out of luck on this issue. The other point is regarding Windows Phone in general. Now, just because Microsoft is not partnering with Verizon doesn't mean other companies can't. 
So we may see devices yet from Samsung or other companies releasing devices with Verizon. After all, we have seen Verizon team up with Samsung and LG in the past, and that could still happen here. So all hope isn't lost unless you're totally a Lumia fan, then yes, I would think about switching carriers or looking at alternatives. For the little time you spent with the 950s, does the camera match the snapper on the Samsung Galaxy S6 and Note 5? Indeed, I had very little time with these devices. I'm not quite yet ready to say they're going to be better than a Samsung. Obviously, I hold the Samsung Galaxy S6 in a pretty high esteem as far as its ability to take photos. And I think the Lumia 950 and 950XL have a big hill there to overcome. Uh, I am confident, though, in Yuha's ability and their team over there at Microsoft to deliver really high image qualities for these devices. But until we use it in the real world, I really can't say if it's going to be better or worse the same. But I do have confidence in the team, and we're just going to have to wait till that review comes out. Any idea about the LED notifications on newly launched Lumia devices like the Lumia 950 and 950XL? To my knowledge, both of these devices do not have an LED notification system on there. And that's because there is Glance for both. And I'm a big fan of Glance, and I have used devices with LED notifications, specifically Android ones. And although they're not bad, I really miss Glance on, say, an Android phone. So I'm happy to see them on the Lumia 950, 950XL. I know it doesn't satisfy everybody who would prefer an LED option, but I do not think that's here. And I think most people, though, will go with Glance and prefer that way anyway. I'm really confused between getting the Surface Pro 4 or the Surface Book. I need power and performance for my daily tasks and activities and was going to get the Surface Pro 4 until the Surface Book was announced. Obviously, there's a lot of similarities between these two devices, and I can understand how it's going to be difficult to choose between them. The way that Microsoft is sort of positioning it is the Surface Pro 4 is going to be the best tablet that makes a laptop, whereas the Surface Book is basically a laptop. They sold you on the idea that it's a laptop first. And in fact, I think most of us were convinced that this is an awesome device until they show it could detach and become a tablet as well. So the question is, should you get the Surface Book or the Surface Pro 4? I think in your case, being an IT manager and going to school, the Surface Book is your better choice. After all, it's a laptop first, and that's the way you should really think of that. You're getting a laptop that just happens to have a display that can come off to be used in limited scenarios as a tablet. Now, mind you, that tablet only gets about three hours of battery life because the guts of that machine is mostly in the lower half. So if you're like me, you only use tablets on occasion, the Surface Book is actually the better choice, and it's gonna be a little bit more powerful with that dedicated GPU. So I think that's your best bet. What happened to the stylus for the Lumia 950XL? So I actually wrote a pretty good article on this on Windows Central, and I believe that device, or specifically that accessory, was canceled for the 950XL. Now the reason for this is gonna be kinda of complicated, but that device has changed hands. It was a Nokia device, and it became a Nokia Microsoft device, and then it became a Microsoft device. During that transition time, different teams took over its product development. For instance, Stephen Elop is no longer with Microsoft, and he was one of those people who oversaw that device. So the reason that I think it was taken off was because it would confuse the brand. If you add a pen to the 950XL, all of a sudden people start going, is this a Surface phone? And it's not. So they didn't want to confuse that. There's also this issue, which I talked about in the last Ask Dan episode, which was, I don't know how they would position this pen with the 950XL. So far as we know, with Windows 10 Mobile, there are no real specific pen features to be used with it. Sure, there's OneNote, and then there's inking for Microsoft Edge, which is not ready for mobile. So I don't really know what the big deal here would have been. 
I don't think they want to put a pen with a mobile device until they can actually say, here's a device that, where the pen experience is core to the usage. And until they can tell that story, which would ideally be a Surface phone, I don't think they just want to sully the brand and mix things up between a Surface brand and Lumia One. Why didn't Microsoft make its band series focused on fitness, where they could have added more smartwatch features to it to appeal to more people? Why does the Microsoft Band 2 not run Windows 10? All right, so this is obviously a pretty long question. I'll try to answer both. When it comes to the Microsoft Band, I actually do view it more like a smart watch than a, a fitness accessory. Now, I'm a big Fitbit user, but I happen to really like the Band as a phone companion. It's really good for notifications, checking the weather, seeing my latest appointment, and doing all of those things. And in fact, it works very well. And you just happen to be able to use it for fitness stuff, and that, too, is getting a lot better with the Band, too. For instance, there are some more features involved in there, including the UV sensor, which now is always on. It can basically receive sunlight without you having to force check it. So I think it really is the best of both worlds. And what I really like about the Band series is it's not really an Apple Watch, but it's not a Fitbit. It feels like its own category. And that gives Microsoft some breathing room here to sort of figure out what the market actually wants, what people are going to be interested in. Now also don't forget there's a software side to this and the software stuff is very flexible. Microsoft will be rolling out some social features for this later this year, hopefully in early 2016. So this story is still developing, but I think if you're looking for more smartwatch features, I still say check out the Band 2 as that's how I use it and it's the device I would actually prefer to use. So why doesn't Band 2 run Windows 10 IoT? It's a really good question. In fact, early on I had sourcing says it was but it was buggy. And I think that's the issue right there. Windows 10 and Windows 10 IoT is still very new and it's being developed in conjunction with hardware here. I think they did try to do it, but it just wasn't good enough. So you're basically running the same band software on the band 2 with some refinements and improvements. However, I do strongly believe that by the time we hit band 3, we will have Windows 10 on there, as obviously this will complete the device family that Microsoft is looking for. So that does it for this week's episode. Remember, if you have a question, use hashtag AskDanWindows on Twitter or use our new email at AskDan at WindowsCentral.com and maybe we'll pick your question. Thanks for watching. Take care, everybody.